G'day punters and welcome to another edition of the Vic Preview Show. We've got a big edition, Turnbull Stakes, Group 1 Racing back at headquarters. As always, today's show brought to you by punningform.com.au and also baggybet.com. If you don't have an account, download the app today and get on board with the guys. Um, welcome, everybody. Welcome to another big week. Shane, how's your week been, mate? I, uh, I'm absolutely airborne, James. Um, I won at about 300% profit on turnover on Wednesday for the service, and I am seeing them like beach balls. You gave them back today. You gave some, back. gave some back today. Just little two little units there at Gatton. Um, but have, you had, have you had time to, to go over the, like, what we're going to preview today and make sure you've got everything spot on? You know, I have. I just, have because just a little tip for the the Bart Cummings is actually twenty five twenty five hundred. Yeah, no twenty five ten. I've had um, eight hours to do form today because that's how long I was on the phone to Westpac for. I was on hold for eight hours and seventeen minutes. I refused to let them beat me because they disabled my access to online banking because of a couple of fraudulent looking transactions on my profile that I had done. <laughs> And they were uh, actually but, your transactions. Yes, yes, for a company that I work for under my profile with a normal transaction that's been done every fortnight for the same amount for the last 12 months. <laughs> anyway, I got through, got through. proved my identity uh, and got the job done. So Shane won Westpac nil. So with eight hours of form under your belt on a Thursday, you'll be unbeatable Saturday. Yeah, completely. On this show, I'll tip a few winners and on the service on Saturday. Get on board. That's good. Jack, how's your week been, mate? Uh, dusty, slow. You, um, you, you, you over the grand final loss yet? Yeah, I actually am, but I'm dreading the next two or three minutes from you two pricks, not yeah, you, Ab. Um, when, he, when he said dusty and slow, I thought he was talking about the swan. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Look, yeah, it wasn't a good week. It was a great weekend. On the whole, you know, grateful to be there. Those YouTube, well, James, you've experienced. You almost did experience it again last weekend, but you didn't. And Shane, well, you haven't really experienced, but you saw it on TV once. So uh, grateful for the opportunity to get there and, you know, be in the mix. But it was it's pretty flat from about, I don't know, when Tomahawk ragdolled the big fella and no one was there to stop him doing it, which was interesting because he's never done that before. I don't know how they weren't ready for it. And Gabby, how are you going? How's your week been? Very well, thank you, actually. I'm very glad it's over, but um excited to be really hoeing into another another spring day down in Vic. I had one bet for the week, actually, Gatton today, race one, number one, bring me cash, and by gee, did it. We're actually just talking about that before the show. It was you did not make it. $4. What, what price did you get? Uh, $5.50. A hey, winner's a winner, but uh, hey, I know, I know. Shout out to a few boys. I know that we're running. I did not get the twenty sixes that were apparently there. So, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. good though. Still, late to the party, but at least I I got to the party. Shane, hey, Shane lost that at a new one, so well done to you. Thank you very much. All righty, we'll get stuck in, guys. Uh, as always, our first segment brought to you by Mailbag Bloodstock. Guys going really well. Had a runner today. A um, little bit disappointing on face value. Um, we've got one tomorrow night. Keats was a massive chance, Jack. Uh, full credit to Gav. 
and myself, I think we've placed him really well. Like he's going to go around like sub five bucks, which will be the third time. You know, since we paid twenty five grand for him, he's going to run around sub ten dollars three races. You know, he's already won back what he cost us, and we're really excited to get to the races with it. Really nice group of owners in that horse. A lot of new people and uh, exciting. Unfortunately, today didn't go to plan. That horse might be doing the the Dunkley or the Danaher and going to Queensland, or you know. Not a bad. Just, just a shout out to all the Field of Roses owners. I know plenty of them will be watching. They've they've got plenty of cash in their pockets. I think what it was a sixteen thousand dollar purchase after running another seconds up to about ninety thousand now for five runs for us with um, with Gab and you, James, as well as me, know how well he's going because every time he runs, you get who doesn't win, but you get a lot of positivity from the bloke on your right if you're watching this, which is rare. Like even Shane loves this horse. He's been that good to us. He's easily our favourite horse. And uh, he went really good on Sunday. I thought he was going to win for a little bit there. What about you? Yeah, I mean, what a thrill for the owners as well, having a you know runner on a group one day. Um, you know, they purchased him at the, 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 the bargain basement price and he hasn't run a bad race yet. And, you know, they've had five runs into their, their, their ownership journey and they've had a runner on a group one day. So I wasn't much of a thrill, though, for him, to be honest, on the Sunday. I had to drag myself there, buy Maccas, and try and perk up for a little bit. But it was... And I saw on .com there was plenty of people wearing their freshly purchased Geelong. Yeah, no, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of Geelong scars that I reckon have been a one game of football there on Sunday. You know what I mean? But Yeah. And look, we'll roll the video of Exeter, who is one that we've still got um, 10% of. So get in fast. Um, as always, email jono at themailbag.com.au. G'day, guys. Here we have Exeter, uh, latest purchase for the Mailbag Boys. He arrived at our stable seven days ago. Uh, he's continued to please us since his arrival. Lovely and sound, uh, loving his work eats well and he's just a, a lovely horse to have around the stable. He's a three-time Mooney Valley winner. He's a winner of 366000 in prize money. Uh, he's down to a rating of 77. He's Vobus and Vobus Gold and there's going to be plenty of options for him coming up uh, late spring, early summer period. Mooney Valley on a Friday night. Um, those feature sprints on those Country Cup days with Vobus Gold attached to them. Um, there's just going to be plenty of options for him coming up. So uh, I know there's still a little bit of availability availability in this horse, so get in touch with the boys. And, uh, look, if the, the recent purchases that they've sent me are anything to go by, he's going to be plenty of fun going forward. Yeah, so Exeter heads to Gavin uh, Bedgegood. He's been there for maybe two weeks. I think Shane, there was a really nice update this morning. Gavin's really happy with him, thinks he can improve him, and uh, we'll be aiming him kickoff around the Cranbourne um, feature meeting and then look to target races at Mooney Valley through the summer with him. Um, he's got a, a reasonable benchmark rating that we think we can pick apart. Um, some good prize money races over summer to be uh, well in front sort of come February, hopefully. Shane, what do you think of that video from him? Yeah, he's um, he's obviously got the, uh, a nice ability. Of a, he's a six-time winner. Um, the sort of Cranbourne Mooney Valley tracks up on speed looks to his liking, you know? Obviously, uh, the trainer that had him previously has been going through a fair bit of a bit of a form slump. It's fair to say, um, and probably uh, some some different tactics that haven't suited. So, um, I think we'd be able to uh, go to the right trainer to to get him back to his best. And his best is uh, a city Saturday horse. So, 
looking forward to um, to Gav getting the job done with him too. So get involved, punters. Um, only 10% left. So email Jono at themailbag.com.au with any of your questions there. He's happy to answer them um, and, and get on board the mailbag bloodstock train, which is finding plenty of uh, winners for all of our owners. Now, let's get into a big Saturday racing back at headquarters. So we're at, uh, we're at Flemington. Um, weather clearing here in Melbourne over the next couple of days. So I think we'll be racing on a pretty good surface. Rail out, rail is out, um, rail is out nine meters in from the 14 um, of that Sunday meeting a couple of couple of weekends ago. But the first race we're gonna have a look at is the group one, uh, race seven uh, at Flemington. And we'll have a look at the market here, brought to you by Baggy Bet. Uh, number one, night's order down from Sydney, $21. Um, Duas, our second favorite at $4.60. Gold trip, as you can see there, will be top odds at $3.90. Profondo getting back onto a firmer surface. Could see him going better at $10, um, you know, and a couple of couple of other Sydney runners down as well. And we'll have a look at the speed map before we get into uh, get into having a bit of a chat about the horses. Looks like a bit of speed on paper there with Knight's Order, Jack. How does it play out? I think I'll jam for spots. I think Smoke and Romans is just having a run. Don't know how aggressive they'll be, but Profondo gets a good run from seven. Uh, Shane's probably going to be more glued up than we are about Numerian if they roll forward from 12. Knight's order obviously rolls across. Um, it could be a really nice soft map for Gold Trip, or it could be a little bit tricky from 10, I thought. And there's a bunch of them like, well, Waller, Great House, Shawfire. I think they have to go back from those draws. I don't know where Juas gets from five, but he could be a lot closer than I've got him there. Gabby, we'll give you first crack at him. What are your thoughts on the Group 1 Turnbull? I think I was a little bit worried about the rail being out the nine, just with Great House. Obviously, he was probably the horse I had on top. And, I, I yeah, I, I'm just worried about that, him going backwards. But I think... Definitely, he he's going to run all right there. I think Gold Trip. We're going to see. He's got the opportunity to show us sort of what he's made of here. We don't have any excuses of the rain or the or the um the track or anything. So I I'm excited to see him race here with uh, 54 kilos. He's dropping a massive amount of weight. Um, another one I wanted to mention, and I think I'm the only person in Australia who likes this horse, but. Chapada, I thought he was huge last start behind Smoke and Romans, and he usually doesn't run that good at all fields. So I thought he put in a in an absolutely huge run, and he's back to where he likes likes to be at Flemington. And I thought just a place bet, you know, six fifty the place. I think I think that's not a bad bet um, with him, and and um, yeah, he's dropping quite a bit of weight as well. But inspirational girl too. Are we going to see? You know, it's what her first try at the 2000, I believe. So she's been beyond 600 meters once, where she started real short in a good race in Perth and was, I think she ran second, 800 meters. So, yeah, it's a bit of a question mark at 2000. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, looking forward to them and, and Jewess as well. I, I just thought Knight's Order, he just got out sprinted, didn't he, the other day, but the track may, may be in his, his favor. Yeah, we'll have a look at the Knights Order replay here in the Kingston town, obviously on a, on another bog trap, bog track up in Sydney. So he comes down with Allegron and Shawfire as well. So there's Knights Order bowling along in front. Um, 
and he sort of did get run down uh, that day. And, that, and there's Benno down the outside, which would have probably started favourite or close to in the Metropolitan in Sydney, but they, they got his medicine wrong, so he's out. But uh, Surefire has the SP edge over a bunch of these. Allegron is airborne like the stable is, and it goes R-King. I, I believe that was R-King. Yeah, it goes R-King to Damien Oliver. So is that worth five or seven or nine lengths over 2,000 metres at Flemington? She slaughtered a couple the last uh, week and a half, hasn't she? Yeah, I, I think that horse is airborne, and it's going to get a little suck run from Ollie on that mat. You're having back there, like with you know, you don't think it'll get caught up or anything. Going, uh, probably going to go back. Yeah, but I think with that map, he can land sort of third pair of the fence if he wanted to. And you know, it's Steve Oliver. He knows what he's doing. Flemington. There's a lot of horses here that, like. I'm taking on Gold Trip. It was completely blessed at Caulfield. Like a great ride from Mzara. Blessed had the race shot to bits. Didn't go on with it. There's been issues with it all the way through. Um, is that Caulfield race going to stand up or is the Sydney race going to stand up? You know, I, I think there's question marks where they're going to get in. They're going to be three or four wide cover or how cold they have to ride. Whereas I think Allegron, if it jumps, can be wherever Ollie wants. You know, it's the Oliver. So if, if he jumps this horse, he might be one off. And, and what do you make of sort of Gold Trip dro- dropping back to, I think, the 54 and a half, you know, second run at 2,000 metres of 14 days? Um, you're, you're still happy to take him on, Jack, and be, as we saw earlier, baggybets.com, uh, top price in Australia at the moment for Gold Trip. Uh, I think it's a weak form line. I think the race out of Sydney's weak. Uh, I think the horse floated in the straight, and it may well be a really good horse, but it's a, I think it's a beautiful horse to take on for us, for me. Um, it's Mark Zara off J Car on. That's a negative jockey switch, in my opinion. She's she's a phenomenal rider, but he's the best at the moment. Uh, and it was completely blessed last start. It's from barrier ten here. It's, it's no moral to get a great run here. It might well she might well slot it in, and she does full credit to you, Jamie. Give her the golf balls, well, but um, don't know. Well, let's have a look at the George Main um, from a couple of weeks ago, and, and there's another three Sydney um, horses coming down. We've got Duess, Profondo, and also Maximal. Um, what are your thoughts on Huey, Shane? Um, yeah, like it's probably on its price, I thought. You know, it's a, it's a winning chance. It's sub $5. A um, couple of, like, lead-up runs have been... Oh, well, what's very similar, I suppose, to um, last preparation uh, before it lobbed at Flemington over 2,000 metres and won, I think, the Australian Cup in March. Yeah, yeah, and that was third up and sort of exploded third up in the Australian Cup. um, Probably worth noting, too, it did have a heavy track run at Randwick over the mile before coming to Flemington to win the Australian Cup. This is a very similar profile. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, it has to be a winning chance. Um, there's probably a couple of others that won't go around as losers for me, just based on these sort of profiles and setups. Um, uh, I'll start with um, Allegron. Obviously, we've spoken about that. Horses flying, Rachel King to D Oliver. Um, it's a, it was a, it was a win that says I think it can go like go up another level. Yeah, it was very strong. Look, it did have the bridesmaid of bridesmaids, Benno, chasing it, um, which I don't – like, it would have been the false favourite of all time in a Metropolitan, but it still would have started short, if not favourite, definitely close to. 
Um, I think uh, Surefire, Jack sort of mentioned there before, has that SP tied to um, tied to horses uh, like Knight's Order and Allegron, um, and it's Waller, and it's just, you know, sneaky sort of. Good, back peak, to a good track. Back to a good track, peaking. Needs to win to get uh, into the Caulfield Cup on a real light weight, so like you know they're going to be trying, whereas some of these it definitely isn't the grand final. Smoking I mean, Roman's the biggest yeah. graph of all time here. Yeah, yeah, for that reason. Probably the other one who I thought's going okay, but might just be a, a run behind them, just on a different, completely different profile, is is number 14, Luncies. Um, I think it gets some headgear today. It comes out of a, a different sort of profile where it's avoided all those heavy Sydney tracks. Uh, was an eye catcher at Newcastle in uh, whatever race that is there. Gold Cup day, I think we're... Rob Scurry was on Wild Chat at about eight bucks that won that race. And Lindsay's was like come from any possible position and uh, got really close at the end. And um, it's a hundreds. So I'll be having a peanut on it as well. But it'll have to step up. But um, if you go through some of its runs uh, as it's got sort of up in trip uh, and on some better tracks, um, I think it's better if it's more suited. But possibly a, a run below these, but heaps of chances. I think it's a great race. Look, it's a really good race where you can't sort of pan heaps. Even Shapata, Gab, like she's he's three from three placing this track and trip, for example. He he just savages a lot. Like he's always a big price, and I know he's probably a non-winner, but I definitely think this preparation he's come back better than last prep. Definitely. I think the horse that's that's proper value though is Profondo. It started the same sort of price as Duas last start. It gets Craig Williams, it gets a very soft map. If you like the horse, we've talked about this before, Shane. Like you can then go deeper and justify having a really big bet at it. It's SP four sixty versus mm-hmm. Totsu this track. That's the grouse form. There's only SP- one thing that keeps t- that stays tied to Profondo, and that's it's trained by Richard Lee. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be ridden by Craig Williams from Barrier Seven. It settles on speed. I reckon this track will favour horses on speed on Saturday with that rail nine when they race not too far out from it just a week ago, and it was mm-hmm. bottomless. Yeah. Um, I think that's like the horses like Surefire that I like a little bit and even Great House, I think it's going to hinder them. Uh, I just think this horse maps really, really softly. Perfect sort of setup for Craig. It's got it, like this this preparation, it's run behind Animo, Zaki and Animo. Whereas we're talking yeah. about Gold Trip is ran behind Smoking Roman. Like that's, that's different gravy and I, I just think Profondo should be closer to Duas and I think they're the two horses that are sort of profile to me as bets. And I'm going to steam into Pondo. It's a great and, race, isn't it? Great betting race. I think Gold Trip's hmm. far too short at the moment. Well, we'll find out, Gab, because like, we're going to lay it either way, but uh, <laughs> if we're still trying to lay it at like three bucks, then it's going to be a lonely little time in the shed if it wins. And really interesting, a lot of those Sydney horses coming off like you know bottomless tracks the last few runs. So there's going to be a couple of them that sort of jump out the ground and we know Profondo goes a hell of a lot better on top of it. So you know, I think the consensus from everyone there is, you know, maybe the fav- both the favourites are, are too short. And if you you like anything else, it's sort of $12 plus on, on any of the other runners in the field. So, you know, if you, like, if you like one punters, you're going to get some value there at uh, in, in the group one there on Saturday. Any other thoughts on the race before we move on? If you want to back Gold Trip, download the app, baggybet.com, gamble responsibly. But uh, if you want the best price, download the app. Come have a bet. Come have a bet. Punez, we'll move on to the 2510 metre 
uh, Bart Cummings this year. You get that, Shane. <laughs> Um, we've got the market up there from baggybet.com.au. So our favourite in the race is Interpretation at 480. And as you can see there, um, top of the market, baggybet.com, best price there in Australia. Uh, Shiraz 12, Vown Declare, looks like he's back in a bit of form at $10. Um, Desert Icon 6, Luna Flare, $9 are the other two. And High Emotion from Kieran Mara, the others sort of in the market. We'll take a look at the speed map here. Um, what's it telling us? Well, I think Desert Icon's obvious speed has been dominating at the Valley. Very, very well ridden. I think Serpentine has to roll from four. It might be getting a gear change. Yeah, Winkers, first time and crossover no spin. I still think it leads. Uh, Aurora Symphony could roll forward. Then those sort of numbers, and I don't know where they're going to lob. I think something, therefore, will roll forward and sit closer than you think. Um, I don't know where to map Luna Flare. Shane, Shane will get to Yeah, but you could almost hope it's a little bit closer, but that's probably not how you should map. And then there's just a bunch of them at the back there. So, again, it looks a, another good um, betting race. I believe you've got an opinion of one, Shane. So, so we'll let you kick off proceedings here for the Bart Cummings. Oh, thanks, James. <laughs> uh, my best value bet on the card comes up in race six, number eight, Luna Flare. Um, this is his class, right? So they've obviously you've got the the big the big guns going around in the group one in the Turnbull. This is his go. Now, obviously, that smoke and Romans form is well represented in the Turnbull. Um, I had a peanut on him this day um at Caulfield, and it was a classic Mick D ride. It's just like I'll just sit here and do absolutely nothing, and I'll think about doing something when I get to the 200. Uh, the bird had well and truly flown. It was just like tactically inept um, is the best way to describe it. Stepping up to a more suitable trip here, I wanted to map it closer as well. Um, but then when you dig a bit deeper, he did settle fifth in running once and there were six in it. Um, so I expect <laughs> he's going to be back. All I hope is he just doesn't fall down, doesn't drop down to the fence, I should say. Uh and then sort of like traveling behind them and have nowhere to go. And then, you know, punching holes in computer screens. So I'm hoping, I'm happy for him to get back into his natural position and then hopefully off the fence and then coming with some momentum. Um, and the 2,500 meters will obviously suit. Um, yeah, I think this is, this is his type of race, his class of race. Um, and, uh, this is the sort of time I'm happy to be on him in this setup for sure. He's a great, he's a, $10 is a good H-way price. And Gabby, what do, what do you think? Is, how's this playing out? I really like probably Val and Declare in this race. I um, I was, I did like high emotion um, after last start. Really, really good run. But again, I'm sort of worried about where he's going to sit from the barrier 14. He's probably going to go ha- have to go back um, there. But I just thought, yeah, Val and Declare, he can sit that little bit handier. I think he, they're going to try that today. He's dropping, dropping a few kilos as well. I think he had what 61 kilos last start so that's that's a big weight weight to lug and he really really hit the line hard i think he's well suited to flemington he you know he can run he can run well there and as i said yeah i, I think he's probably the one to beat for me but yeah you know it's not not a bad race um yeah 
Okay. Yeah, he ran well. Looked like he was back to his best, and it is a free ticket into the Melbourne Cup. And I don't think he hasn't passed the, even though he is a past winner, he hasn't passed the ballot. So he'll uh, he'll definitely be there to win on Saturday. Jack, what are your thoughts? I think this is a low race. I think whatever wins this won't win the Melbourne Cup. Um, I want. I'm going to take on be best price the ten interpretation. I reckon they don't know what's going on with this horse. Blinkers off. John Allen off. Willow on. He was not blessed, but like ridden, and like that was a, like a good ride, and it's a good barrier for John Allen, and he's off. I'd much rather he was riding this horse, and I'd be lots more scared of it if it was. High emotion ran past it. Um, I think it's massively unders. Um, scary camp, scary silks, but uh, happy to take it on. And the other horse I'm going to take on is Dyer. I don't know how to say. It. Sweet, I think Diane Sweet Junior. For the absolutely, like, completely and utterly never seen anything like this in all of my time betting, Airborne P. Stokes Yard. They won again today. Yeah. They're about, like, it's unbelievable. Uh, but J-Car from 10, lacks speed, never settled forward in midfield, except when it won at Packenham. Like, I just think it's going to be back wide in the, in the trough. Nah, uh, we're going to take it on two. Uh, I think the race is really, really scary. The horse I liked was the same as Shane, but I'm scared of its map. If you had to bet, and you don't ever have to bet, don't ever force a bet, gamble responsibly. But if you want to gamble, I think the three serpentine is a bet. A massive price. You're going to be blessed in run. Uh, I think it's a camp that improves them, and uh, I think it's going to get a really soft run, and it's a nice each-way bet if you if you need to have something on in, a, in this race. And, and what about one that I liked, High Emotion? Um, I thought it was a big price, um, com- you know, coming out. But we, I know the Bound Declare ran really well in that race um, a couple of weeks ago, but High Emotion up there on the speed makes his own luck, and it, it didn't look like he was stopping, um, winning well. So, you know, that would be my play um, in the race there. We'll move on. We've got one more race to preview at Flemington, and that is the Group 2 Gildai Stakes, over 1,200 metres. Um, number one, Private Eye, $9. Number two, Baller, BaggyBet.com, top of the market at nine fifty. We've got Rock and Horse after a very um, unlucky, or maybe not unlucky, but close run last start, $7. That translates that James was on at a good price. Yeah, no, we 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 were we were on we definitely were on at a good price. Uh, moving on, um, and the favourites. What's that? It's our time, eight fifty, and another one that Baggy Bit wanted to take on is Ethelric at eight dollars. We are having a look at the speed map here now. Um, Twelve hundred meters down the straight. Sometimes can be tricky to map. Jack, how have you gone to, uh, mapping this one? Uh, Camel Passer and the Astrologers. I think the likely leaders. Both have really good records, track and trip. Serious suspect there, thereabouts. He'll take off and, and be near the front at some point. Uh, Rock and Horse gets a soft run. Swats that. It's our time. Soft runs. I don't know how close they get on ball arts. Blake Shin on. Mark Zara off. We'll get to that later on. And then the rest uh, further back. Shane, go on. Well, let it go. Before Shane lets rip, let's take a look at a replay of the Bobby Lewis because we've got a few of our runners here. Um, Baller, mm. Rock and Horse, swats that. The Astrologist and also Zootori. Um Is that is that baller going back to the uh, inferior part of the track in the straight and winning? Well, was it inferior? Well, that's what we said when Fields of Roses was down there and got beat the other day. 
<laughs> Stiff and reading is about two months apart. It's a, it's a $21 shot just holding on, yeah. Where next to the other horse that was right next to it in the same line. <laughs> well, Shane, um, well, you can take us away because I don't think we're going to be able to hold your tongue any longer. Complete and utter moral private eye. <laughs> group, a, a genuine group one horse versus like group three is maybe rocking horse because it ran a place in a group one where the winner was 100s and it was 80s and something else was 600s <laughs> in that new market, which is not a race. <laughs> um, proper horse, private eye, proper group one horse. And it brings what what baller bring the other day. Group one Queensland form was yeah, it? Have you got have you got confused again? It was an absolute certainty beaten when Alligator Blood beat it in the Stradbroke over four hundred, right? And yep. it won the Epson. That was over sixteen hundred. This it's has a got a race. serious turn of foot. This is a twelve hundred meter race. This has got a serious yeah. And the Stradbroke was fourteen hundred. It was a moral beaten the thirteen hundred before that. This horse has got a serious turn of foot, proper group one turn of foot. Josh powered his truck up behind these and will let rip down the outside. It'll be going, it'll like it's a, I reckon it's a great each way bet. Has he been down I'm the just going to the Queensland, the Queensland group one form and it wants to dry track. The Queensland form's hard to knock, but uh, it, it's a proper group one horse over 600 metres. Other than that's one Queensland group ones, which aren't. Proper group ones, Shane. Like, let's be real. No, let's go back to that Randwick 1,300-metre run where it was on unsuitable on a heavy track when Forbidden Love was completely airborne. This is a 1,200-metre bullshit race at Flemington where the fastest horse over the last 600 metres wins, and it's private eye. Do you think the straight will worry him at all? Uh, just like that old uh, Sydney horse's first way around Caulfield. About a million horses have done it and won. Same with the straight. About a million horses have done it and won. A horse having its first start from Hong Kong one down there last week. Now it's in the Everest. <laughs> what does that say about the Everest? That uh, nature strips a model and no one wants to take him on. Um, that's what it says <laughs> oh, about the Everest. Available. This is a great bet at the price. Like, swats that. Like, please. It's our time. Nonny. Wild Planet. Gone. Shaquero. Gone. Zutori. Like, past it. Group 3 horse. Serious the Group 3 horse. It's a bet. It's it's uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, I'm not knocking it. We're we're market or below market there. We're taking on baller. All right, I'm gonna put myself on mute now. All Blake, the best. Blake Shin on for, for Zara, just off the SP profile. Really, I want to take it on. And Ethelric, I just don't know how why it's so short in the market other than the stables airborne. Uh Gab, are you sticking with the astrologist? I I'm not actually. I'm just I just thought I've got to gotta keep the heart. At bay this week, um, so yeah, I think look, you know, he likes it there. I just thought he'd do a little bit more last start, so I'm stepping off him. I thought, I don't know if Shane's going to disagree. Probably. Um, don't worry about Shane. Yeah, don't worry about Shane. I thought them keeping serious suspect. I know this is, you know, is it a step up? You know, yes. Um, the bullshit race, apparently. I yeah. I thought them keeping yeah. fresh. Isn't a bad idea. They ran pretty swift time. He did last start, so I'm not sure. Like rocking horses and Zutori, what didn't it run? Didn't it run second last year? 
Yeah, it's a good horse down the straight. Close behind Kantari, yeah. would that be right? Yep. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll back that, that though. I probably, um, and Swats that finished off well the other day, but I'll probably just back serious suspect each way. That'll be me. I thought, um, I thought that Swats that was as good as the, the two winners in the other race. It was held up key stage, SB shorter than both. So if you like it, you're listening at home, you can back it and follow your money for sure. I, I, I'm going even wider because I, I half agree with Shane that it's not a great race. I reckon it's our time's airborne. I think John Allen's a great rider for him. He'll sit midfield, he'll barge out, he'll get every inch out of this horse. He's flown this track and trip before, like flown. Uh, it is D.O. Bryan, but um, you're getting a really nice price. I think it'll start sort of closer to 10 bucks, and you can back it each way all day. Another ripping betting race. Yeah, it is. And not wait. And what do you think happens with the market here, Jack? Do, do they come for any of them? I mean, I can't, I can't see a horse that you know that they, they they're going to back. So I think you know on Saturday you're still going to get a price whatever you want to. Well, his chest is still puffed up, but I actually thought they might come for private life because it's Queens, fresh Queensland oh, horse, hey, which, which is the setup hey, that, that's been. We will be we will be coming for it here. Don't worry about that. Which is the setup that's been proven to be pretty like deadly so far in the spring. Um. I reckon they'll line up one of them, like the astrologist, serious suspect, Cal Pastor, Rock and Horse, the track and trip sort of specialist. Um, and I reckon, I don't think Swats that drifts too hard. If it does, it won't win. But um, second go now, 1200, I think they'll like that. I think they're the sort of ones they'll come for. I think Baller Drifts and Athelric Drifts, hence I'm trying to line. So if you want to back Baller, or if you want to back Athelric, Download the app, gamble responsibly. That will be best price for a fair while. But it sounds like everyone listening to this show is just following Shane's lead and chips in on a on a moral. He's declared a nine dollar moral on the show today here, punters. How many scoops is that? That's why you got it. I just like backing Group One horses in Group Two races, mate. That's just like just a cross I bear. And that's why you need to like, subscribe, and get around. So as soon as this show is posted on a Thursday evening, you can get that $9 because by the sounds of things, it's not going to be around for very long. Uh, any last thoughts on the Group 2 down the straight before we move on to one race in Sydney? Not for me. Um, I'll have one last thought. Yeah. Um, the most impressive winner down the straight on Saturday, won't be in that race. Yeah, good call. Which I think we'll get to a little bit later, won't we? Maybe. He's just, yeah, he's letting himself into his own leading work. Into that one. Like, anyway, he got the shits when you let him into his own work. Now he's doing yeah. it for himself. Anyway, yeah. sorry about me. Let's just play on. Where are we going next? Anyway, we'll move on to the big group one up at Randwick, the Epsom Mile Race 8 on the Randwick card. Um, we've got the, yeah, we'll have a look at the prices, um, first and let me just pull them up in front of me here. A little bit uh, outside yeah. the circle this, but Gab's best bets here. So we thought we had to quickly look at the race. Yeah, we'll have a look at the race. We'll let, um, Gabby take the floor in a minute. Um, we've got hinged, um, at 440 and that's baggy bet at top odds. Top rank at the top of the market there at 460. Sorry, Ice Bath is our $3.80 favorite. Um, cross talk seven fifty, and then sort of you know write your own price for the rest. What's the what's the speed map tell us here, Jack? Um, oh, I haven't done a speed map for this race. I don't. No speed map. Um, so. I think 
Oh, I can I can throw in a few. I think um, Ellsberg probably going to go forward with cross talk. I'd imagine Hinge sat really handy the other day, so I'm not sure exactly how handy they're going to go with her. She did run on on, on a ride after that, so um, yeah, and potentially War Eternal, I I believe, um, and yeah. And I believe you're pretty keen on one here, Gab. Yeah, I'm, I've uh, made Hinge my best of, the, best of the day, actually, which um, which I just I just think she's found a really, really winnable race here and it, she's just clicked over to become favourite, but it doesn't bother me because I was, I was happy, to, happy to be on early there. I think her last start, um, great run, great run behind Animo, just um, obviously a form line I like to follow. Um, and uh, yeah, she's dropping. I think six kilos here, around about. So she's going to get another nice run here in McAvoy to ride, which is just great. And um, yeah, I think she may just get the better of Ice Bar. And I'm not going to say too much about the others, but I definitely think she can win here in Sydney. And turn, Jack, turn Bro's fortunes around. He's 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 in transit as we speak. And Jack, why are you keen? Why why is Baggy top odds on on Hinge? Why are you keen to take him on on the day? I just don't think it's that good. I don't like the map. I hate Kieran McAvoy in big races. Um, <laughs> I have an opinion, and that's the one I'm going to have. I'm going to take on top rank. I think everyone's talking about it just to make content, like because this is a disgraceful edition of the Epson. Yeah, uh, and it. they're forcing like narrative around like top rank didn't SP near like SP seven dollars something last night. No one thought it was any good then. Now it's the best horse in Australia, please. Happy to take it on. And no, I, no, Jack, Jack obviously didn't do any form for this race. He's, he's betting off narrative, is he? No, yeah. I'm laying narrative, and I've done a little bit of form. I think Ice Bar's the group one horse of the race, and they tell me it's going to rain and rain and rain. My old man says it's going to rain. Uh, Roden says it's going to rain. Uh, and Fangirl I like as well because the test paid sort of single figures versus Animo. Like that's proper form. And I just think it's... It'll improve. It's like it's classic Waller Shane. It's got this great SP profile against the best horse in Australia, and it hasn't lived up to the hype for two runs. So everyone will drop off when probably not even trying. Now here we go, bang! And everyone will go, oh, it was no good for two starts, and he had to do that mm. because it's Uncle Chris and he's the best. <laughs> yeah, Animo has been in two complete Walker races um, in its first two runs. This prep, the complete walking races. And um, only did enough the last sort of like 200 and 400 in both its wins. And I think there's some horses that are flattered, particularly uh, Ice Bath's last start run um, when it looked like it got close. Um, and the same with the Zaki run. Um, I thought that top ranked is the X Factor horse, not necessarily just this race either. I think it's a horse that can go to another level Australia wide. I don't know that I'll join in the chorus with the part owner who has nothing but self-interest in saying it's the best horse in Australia. <laughs> what? But it's certainly ready to go to a new level, and I think it gets there this week. Um, I think uh, Rachel with 51 on cross talks, a beautiful setup for good tempo, and I reckon Huey just drops in a perfect slot uh, in a perfect stalking position and gets to the right part of the track in the straight first. And then it'll be a matter of whether horses like Hinged, who is unsuited, gets K-Mac, which is negative, in my opinion, and uh, has this tricky map. Uh, the only thing 
they could do on hinged if the map is against it and it's not its turn this week is go forward and, um, you know, ensure a, a better tempo for horses like Kiku and Fangirl. And, like, Kiku is, um, you know, was pretty dominant the other day, the way it won. Mm. Um, you know, it's a matter of it's a matter of whose turn in that camp. Like, let's just call it how you see it. But, like, if they've got three in the race, all three don't hit the line together. Um, uh, I just think the best setup is top ranked, and I think it's the horse out of all of these that can go to another level on what it's done. Lightly race two in Australia, obviously, um, length and a half behind, very elegant over this trip, uh, this track, out for a break, um, and then it's run last week. I thought it was excellent, and it's ready to go to another level. Which, so, do, you, which do you think starts <coughs> favourite? Was that start of the week? It was ice bath. Right now, it's hinged. You, you think yeah, you I know. I, yeah, I... I think Hinge does like not. I, I think just the way it's going, it, it yeah does. Top rank stays at a. He's pretty good at four fifty, like pretty stable there. I don't know. I don't know what the market does here. But, um, I suppose the market gravitates towards the animo form. That's what I'm thinking. It does. I, I, I just like Fangirl because, like the last time they the Ice Bath Hinge Fangirl and Converge raced against each other last time, and Hinge. Started at ten dollars, Ice Bath started thirteen dollars, and Fangirl started six fifty. That's the mm-hmm. animal form, and that's the form I'm going to go with. I, I, I can see the the very elegant form, unless she wasn't good enough to get into an arc, Shane. But uh, back then she was airborne. That that is like a fair like argument to make about top rank. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, that was a very interesting tweet. I think it was today saying, uh, yeah, that top rank is the best horse in the in Australia. If he's the best horse in Australia. This is the weakest edition of the Epsom that I can remember. Um, it's a, the market's telling you there's not because if Animal was in this race, it'd be a dollar forty. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in fairness, the owner did say it's the best horse in Australia. That's you know, oh, it wasn't the trainer or anything. It was the owner. <clears throat> um, for what it's worth, um, for me, I like Nimalee. Uh, I don't think there should be that much of a, a difference in Ice Bar. And Nimalee, so I'm happy to play each way on it. Um, any more thoughts on the Epsom before we move into our best and value and wrap things up for the night? Righty, we will move on. Um, we do have our best bets. Shane, I believe you did uh, try and lead a horse to water with this one literally earlier. Tell us why Giga Kick will be winning. Um. Geez, it was dominant last time. Um, let me just bring up the reasons here. What race is it? Race five. five. Down the race five, number three. Yeah. yeah. Beating, um, beating. Like it's short enough now. Um, wouldn't mind a ticket at $2.25 because <laughs> um, it'll start shorter than $1.95, I reckon. Um, yeah, obviously pretty dominant the way that it won at Caulfield uh, and has won down the straight here. But I thought that Caulfield win was um, – like it beat the pattern and and sustained a pretty strong run and beat a, a couple of horses that were going well at the time. Um, and I don't mind the way this horse has been handled. Like gets here now and like another, it's another race where it's showed a bit, and they've like, hang on, we've got to reassess here because we're a Coolmore. Yeah. Yes. So they've had to give him a little bit of a break and bring him back. Um, and I like the fact that they didn't go to twelve hundred. I think the eleven hundred is perfect off that little break. 
um, rather than sort of like a you know a stronger test at twelve. So I think it wins this, and I think it goes on to um, you know a race like the Coolmore where it, a genuine chance. Obviously, some of these are um, have shown a little bit. Swiss Exile's been around a bit, had a Queensland um, campaign, uh, which is you know strong form. Of course, we keep carrying on about that. But it's got the rest covered, um, and I just think it's better than it. And I think we'll see that. Um, I think we'll see this horse stamp itself as a really exciting, as the exciting prospect out of the meeting. Very so nice. So we've got race five at number three, Giga Kick, as Shane's best of the day. My best of the day comes up in race two, nice and early, Visionary. Um, oh, Shane, Shane threw the word moral around earlier. I'm, I'm declaring this thing immoral. Multi it, multi it, with multi it with multi it with kick and give yourself a little bit extra. But race two, number seven, Visionari will be winning. Gabby, I think we've spoken enough about your best bet, Hinged. Um, both the boys had a few knocks on it, but you're sticking firm there with Hinged as best of the weekend up in the Epsom. And Jack. What's um, coming up in the in the eight? It's our time. I have to pivot a little bit here. I uh, I'll definitely be having something on the Giga Kick Visionary Aller, um, but I didn't want to give the viewers the same horses. So I, I think it's our times and really easy bet to have each way. John Allen suits loves straight, which I I value horses that like the straight. Very nice. There's our best of the weekend. Now for a bit of flair and some value for the punters out there. Any catalyst uh, gear this week, mate? No, actually, I, did. I, I was meant to bring that up. I obviously wasn't on the show last week. I was 25 beers deep at a wedding on Thursday, and I, I did watch the show on Friday, and I was the only – my best bet was the only winner. And when uh, <laughs> and my value bet got scoffed at with Catalyst, I mean, I know we didn't collect the cash, but it was huge running there at uh, Sandown on Sunday, so I just wanted to give you three a whack anyway. I'll, yeah. I'll be on him next start, definitely. Yeah, he was, he, he was a very good run. Um, so back to our value, Shane. You have mentioned it earlier, but good flair, good price. Yeah, um, in what's a very um, a very uh, limited race for a um, Melbourne Cup golden ticket thing. If you yes. win, you're in limited. Um, back in its right grade, great each way bet. Go Mick D. Go, Mick D. <laughs> Jesus, you're, you're pinning your hopes on Mick D. You're, you're in a bit of strife. Anyway, my value <laughs> of the day there at Flemington comes up in the big one in race seven, and that is maximal. It's been and, backed, eh? Nibbled. Yeah, been nibbled. And I, I think I've said it before. I like those horses campaigning um, campaigning in Brisbane. He did, did run past Zaki in the Doombin Cup, and he was a big run there. And I just think... But we've spoken about those two favourites are a little short, so looking for some value there in the Turnbull Stakes. And Gabby, your value for the day, please. Yeah, race seven, number nine, Chapada. Um, his last run, as mentioned, was a big green flag for me there at Caulfield. Finished really well. He's dropping, dropping uh, quite a few kilos here. I won't do any quick maths on here, but um, yeah, no, he, I, I think he's more suited to Flemington, as said earlier, and um, I think the six dollar fifty a place is is um, is quite good. I think the race will also map well for him because he can sit that little bit handier. Yeah, and I, I'm with Profondo as my, uh, as my value. I think double figures is a stupid price for it. I also just got the message here. 
Rob Scurry's Mount Yarra Mail is absolutely airborne. And if you like betting in Sydney <coughs> and you want your handheld just a little bit, in September, 114.26 units out, 151.48 back. He is a freak. I don't know how he does it. Uh, he's a unique operator, but it's obviously working for him and anyone buying it. So head to themailbag.com.au if you want to bet his stuff live from the yard. And I think he's seen these wet tracks really well. I mean, you know, you know, he's having a few few bets in each race, and they're all just running outstanding. So, you know, I know a lot of the subs that buy his stuff. Rob Rob has started sending out a few flary exactors, but a lot of his subs bet um, bet the Quinellas exactors and trifectas, and you know, his his numbers are always in the money. So, as always, guys, get around the mailbag app. Um, big time of the year, so get that vital piece of information couple of minutes before the race to to either double down on your bet or or lay a bit of, lay a little bit off if the if the yard guys aren't uh, aren't keen on it. Um that's it for today. Any final words, Shane? First obviously talking mailbag app. Where is the full curly betting this weekend? Where isn't it betting? Yeah. Um Saturday, win the rugby league. It's always easier. Uh Saturday is Eagle Farm, Gold Coast and uh and Toowoomba. Actually, um, so that'll be fun. Um, betting from about um, what time do we kick off Saturday? Uh, about eleven. What time they start in Sydney? About ten thirty. <laughs> and uh, so we betting scary stuff at ten thirty, and then the last at Toowoomba at some ungodly hour, about nine ish. So yeah, it's eleven hours on the mailbag app this Saturday. Uh, there's nothing better than a big big Saturday, and then backing a couple of shanes at Toowoomba to really top off your day. And Gabby, where will you be? Will you be watching the races this weekend? 900% where I'll be watching them, but I will be watching them and, yeah, having a bet at um, Eagle Farm as well and might drop a line into Toowoomba if I'm... There is one one good thing at Eagle Farm in race three, plundering or win. I actually don't mind Northern Express in race six. I think... um, what price is that? Six dollars. Oh, Exo ladies out, so she was probably my main concern there. Mm-hmm. Right. We've, yeah. we've, been, we've been hijacked with the Queensland four. Sorry, guys. That's hijacked good. with the Queensland to, to end the show. I'll be cheering on. I'll be cheering on um, Para as well. Para. To beat Penrith. Penrith with an F. Beat the riff. They look morals to me. Um, as always, guys, today's show brought to you by punningform.com.au. It's what all the mailbag boys use to do all their form, and they have all been on fire. So download the mailbag app, get involved today. Thanks, Jack and baggybet.com. As you've seen, where Jack's happy to be top price on a few, um, he's going at about 75%. So you, you probably I think, well I think you'll be generous there. Like, I like cool and gutter today. And it was never ever. No, I cool and got it last Friday night, and it was never ever losing. I like Grace today, and it was never ever ever losing. And it hurt even more to hear the dulcet tones of Terence Bailey. Just like he declared it about the five hundred. Anyway, we'll keep trying. Download the Baggy Bet app. Um, get involved. You see the top price there for a few runners. As always, gamble responsibly, and we'll see you all again next week. <laughs>